0: Hi, and welcome to the Wise Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Angela Council, and with a background as a naturopath, I thought I knew exactly what happened to women when they reached menopause until I experienced it myself. I then realized that there was so much more to this time of life than what was written in the textbooks. I decided it was time to bring this stage of life out of the closet and to have some open and honest conversations with women who are going through the same journey. Wise Women's Conversation has been created to share information and experiences from other wise women in our community. Sit back and listen to the wise women speak. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Menopause Conversations. And this week I've got another episode which is a series on the understanding hormones um, episodes that I've been doing over the last few months. And this week we are talking about, or I am talking about, um, the real underlying cause of what is going on with your all the different symptoms, what's really causing those symptoms? Because most people um, think it's all about the hormones, but actually it's not all about the hormones. Hormones might be the trigger, but there's three things that are happening which is actually causing the hormonal triggers which are causing your symptoms have a listen to the episode and you'll understand a little bit better about what I'm trying to say here. So not a a very long episode this week, just a short one. So have a listen. I'll be back at the end and have a bit more of a chat with you. Bye for now. Over the last few weeks, I've been sharing with you lots of different videos on your hormones. And I've been going through each one of the hormones individually, explaining what happens with the hormones, what happens when they shift, how that impacts your body, all of that. And now I want to come I'm kind of bringing that all together and there's a couple of things I've mentioned all the way through those videos as to what really causes this imbalance within your hormones and particularly as you move into menopause and um, these hormones are moving gradually on a a downward um, slide And then we tend to start to experience different symptoms, which are very often associated with menopause. But I'm gonna share with you today that it's not actually menopause that's causing these symptoms. And these symptoms are hot flashes, joint pain, weight gain, foggy headedness, not being able to sleep. All of those things that everyone calls menopause symptoms. It's not actually menopause that's causing them. And that's what I'm gonna talk to you about today. The shift in hormones might trigger them, but it is not the cause. So what are the causes? There's three causes I want to talk to you about today. Now, these three things account for about 98% of what is going on for every single woman as they move through this time of life. And they're actually pretty straightforward. So Stress stress plays a big role. And as I've been sharing with you over the last few weeks, when um, we're highly stressed, our hormones can go out of balance, our reproductive hormones go out of balance, our thyroid hormones go out of balance, our blood sugar level hormones go out of balance. So stress plays a really big role. And stress is not just the emotional stress. Stress is the food that you're eating um, and how that impacts your body. It's stress is how your gut is working, whether or not you've got an overgrowth of unhealthy bacteria, which is causing toxins to build up within your gut. Stress is, yes, it's the emotional stress. It's the mental stress. It's living in a modern day world. It's the environment that we're being exposed to. So lots and lots of stress. And it's it's impossible to get rid of all stress. And we do need some stress because stress is what keeps us alive. But there's a tipping point. And when we have too much stress, it starts to impact lots of different areas, your hormones, it impacts your immune system, it impacts your heart, it impacts your circulation, stress impacts so many different parts of your body. And when your body is highly stressed or your cortisol levels are high, then um, different systems are out of balance. And and sleep is a big one that is um, impacted by high cortisol because um, when our cortisol levels are high, our melatonin, which is our sleep hormone is low so if you've got too much cortisol running around because you've got too much stress and everything that's going on your melatonin levels stay low which means you can't sleep properly so that's a big issue so stress is one of the drivers of the symptoms that can occur and they are it becomes worse as you come through menopause because as i've been explaining hormones have a protective role to play hormones are designed to help us reproduce to keep the population going that's what you know the female body has been you know designed for on an evolutionary basis so the you know estrogen and progesterone are very very protective and as we lose those hormones as they come down and it's natural for them to come down because we no longer are producing eggs we do want those hormones to start coming down but we lose the protection And if we've been doing things um, that cause stress, that cause inflammation, that cause insulin resistance, which are the three things I'm gonna talk to you about. If we've been doing things because we haven't been looking after ourselves properly, when we lose the protection, that's when the symptom arrives. So it's not the loss of hormone that causes the symptom, it's actually what you've been doing. So stress, inflammation, inflammation is a big one. And particularly if you're experiencing pain, if you're experiencing um, mood disorders, um, sleep issues, any symptoms, hot flushes, all got an inflammation going on. Now, inflammation is inflamed really means burning up. So basically, it just means that cells are They're they're producing heat when they're not supposed to. So a a simple way most people understand inflammation, if you twist your ankle or, you know, hurt your wrist or something and it swells up and it goes red and it goes um, and you can't move it properly. So that's inflammation and that's actually we need inflammation because inflammation um, is a healing property. So where say I, you know, did something to my wrist and I I strained my wrist, it would swell up. And when it swells up, what's happening is the body's bringing all this blood into the area which has got damaged cells um, to start uh, repairing them. It also gets hot. And once again, that's the heat. The immune system is actually repairing all those cells. So it needs heat. And then because it's all swollen, um, we can't move it properly and we want to keep it relatively still so that everything can repair. And then once it's repaired we get our flexibility back so that's an acute stress uh, sorry an acute inflammation and we need that inflammation the problem is when we've got ongoing inflammation so the body is continually inflamed and it's not from you know twisting your your ankle or straining your wrist or something like that most of the inflammation comes from your gut it comes from the food that you're eating so a lot of foods that are commonly consumed are quite inflammatory to the body in that they cause damage within the gut wall and the body then um, sets up this inflammatory response to try and heal everything but you just keep putting the food in there the inflammation just um, keeps coming so that that inflammatory response just keeps happening over and over again and then it becomes chronic and your body's in an uh, inflamed state and then you start to experience different symptoms so the food that you're eating will play a really big role in that, you know, and there are some common foods that we know cause cause inflammation. Sugar, processed food, red meats, um, alcohol, gluten, dairy, very common inflammatory foods, but there are other foods which um, which can be inflammatory for specific people. So that's when I get into personalized health and understanding you as an individual and looking at well, what foods cause inflammation for you that might not cause inflammation for someone else. So um, I do look at that. It's part of the Embrace program, but just in general, uh, we've got some general foods that we know cause, inf- oh, caffeine's the other one I was trying to think of, very, all of these inflammatory foods. And if you're continually consuming them on a regular basis, basically you're, you're triggering that inflammatory response all the time but when you um, were when your, when your hormones were higher particularly estrogen estrogens are natural anti-inflammatory so when estrogen levels are higher it actually masks that inflammation that's going on so we've got this anti-inflammatory so it's masking it and as you lose the protection of oestrogen, now we start to see the inflammation, we start to experience so we start to uh, get the symptoms, doesn't mean it's just arrived, it means it's always been there, or it's been there for a long time. It's just oestrogen has been covering that up and you haven't been able to see it. And now estrogen's moved away and you can see it. So oestrogen isn't the problem, the problem is what you're eating and what you're doing to your body. And the third thing, so I've done stress, I've done inflammation, and the other one is insulin resistance, which is very similar to inflammation. So insulin resistance, insulin is a hormone which regulates our blood sugars. And when you, um, when your body's working properly, um, you consume sugars, what happens is there's little, um, little, just think of it, we've got a cell, just think it's got gates on it, just think it's like gates. And the the glucose or the sugar molecule needs to get into the cell to create energy. So what happens is when there's a whole pile of um, sugar in the blood, the um the pancreas sends out a hormone called insulin and what insulin does is insulin opens the gate to allow the sugar to go into the cell and once the cell is full insulin closes the gate down and any excess sugar that happens to be floating around in the um in the blood insulin makes basically brings it all together and it forms a fat cell which gets stored generally around the tummy or around the liver around the organs and but if this happens all of the time in that there's consistent sugar coming in all of the time insulin becomes resistant to that sugar being there all of the time and basically stops responding and then it starts in then all the sugar that comes in basically starts just being um, funneled into fat stores because we've got too if we've got too much sugar in our blood it will it can kill us. So the body has this protective mechanism. It's like when there's sugar there and it's not being taken up by the cells, the um, it'll just combine it together to make a fat and store it. And this is what we call insulin resistance because insulin basically gets tired of opening the gates all the time. It just becomes resistant to the messages that keep coming to it. And this is very, very common. And if you're holding weight around the tummy, um, generally that's an indication that there's insulin resistance going on. Now, insulin resistance also causes stress. So it actually triggers a, a stress response because basically the body's now gone into stress going, hang on, I've got too much sugar going on. I've got insulin not doing the job properly and everything's been converted to fat. And so the cortisol's actually also being released. So, and then when we've got all this excess fat we've got inflammation going on. So all these things are all interrelated. And it's this, it's these three things that cause the symptoms that you're experiencing. It's these three things that cause this excess weight. Hot flushes, not being able to sleep, um, joint pain, all of the symptoms, foggy-headedness, all related to stress, insulin resistance and inflammation. If you deal with those three things, your symptoms will go. You do not need to go and take artificial hormones to prop up what's coming down naturally. We do want our hormones to come down. We don't want extra hormones because we don't require them. The body doesn't require them. And I know that there is a big push out there right now for hormone replacement therapy. The body doesn't need more hormones. The body knows exactly what it needs to do. But we need to address what we're doing to our bodies. We need to look at the food that we're consuming, the drinks we're consuming, the way we're moving our body, the the way what we're exposing our body to when it comes to environmental toxins. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that next week. We've got to look at the stress we're exposed. We've got to look at our attitude towards aging. When we look at all of that, the symptoms go away. So do you have a little bit of a better understanding now of why you might be experiencing different symptoms? How... Whilst we blame everything on hormones, hormones are really their messengers and they're protectors and as we lose the protection of those hormones, things that have been going on for a little while now start to come to the fore and this is where we start to see that maybe we haven't been looking after ourselves as well as we could be. And there's things that maybe we used to get away with that we can't get away with now and It's the it is the stress, it is the inflammation and the insulin resistance. And when you can manage all of that and bring all that down, then you start to notice that your symptoms will just disappear. And you know, whilst yes, I understand that stress might be hard to deal with, there are ways that we can there are things we can do. And when you understand more about your body, and this is what I do with the person myself, when you understand the physiology of your body and how your body works based on your genetic profile, it's easier then to address the stress that's going on with the physical stress. Oh, you know, I can't make kids clean their bedrooms up. If I did, if I knew how to do that, if I had that magic pill, I'd be doing it because my daughter's bedroom's always a mess. But yeah, you know, so I, I can't deal with that. But I can help you deal with the physical stress that's going on. And that comes from the food that you're eating, the way you're moving your body, the, the toxins you're being exposed to and all of that. And if you want to learn more about this, why not grab the free copy of my ebook called The Secret to Getting Rid of Your Menno Belly. Now, the link to download that is Angela Council. So A-N-G-E-L-A Council, C-O-U-N-S-E-L dot com forward slash understanding underscore menopause underscore ebook. So angelocouncil.com forward slash understanding underscore menopause underscore ebook. Go there and you'll be able to get a copy of my uh, that ebook. And I talk of, yes, I talk about the weight, but I also talk about other symptoms as well because really when we start to reduce your stress, your inflammation and need your insulin resistance, not only does the weight go away, also your other symptoms go away as well. So if you've enjoyed this episode, why not share it with a friend or share, you know, if you've got other friends who you think would really like to know more about what's going on with their body, with their hormones, as they're coming through menopause, share the, the podcast, just tell them about the podcast because the more women that understand this, the more women who know what's going on with their body, better women are prepared as they come through this time of life so please just share the um, the podcast with as many women women as you can Uh, send them to Apple podcast or Spotify wherever they listen to um, their podcast and if you've got a few minutes I would really love a a feedback some feedback Um, Apple podcast you can leave uh, if you're listening on an iPhone if you want to leave me a rating and review, that would be absolutely fantastic. Once again, that just helps other women find the podcast um, and more women that know this stuff, the better we're all going to be. So that's it from me this week. And I will be back again next week with another episode of Menopause Conversations. Bye for now.